I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, a bit of shameless self-promotion because Site Visibility has recently published the Ultimate Content Promotion Guide. It's their most comprehensive guide to date, and in it, they break down all of the content promotion tactics, tricks, and tools you'll ever need to help you achieve content marketing success. You can download the guide plus a handy printable content promotion checklist for free by going to bit.ly, that's bit.ly, slash ultimate dash content, or ultimate hyphen content. Same thing, really. Now, today I'm joined by Tom Schwab, founder and chief evangelist officer at Interview Valet. Tom, how are you? Andy, I am doing wonderful today. And you're nestled between two of the Great Lakes, aren't you, up in Michigan? I am. I'm in Kalamazoo, Michigan, so I'm halfway between Detroit and Chicago, and people are like, is there really a Kalamazoo? And I said, yes, there is, and it proves that you can do podcasting from anywhere. Isn't, wasn't Kalamazoo a strange suite that you could like blow through, and it was a bit like a whistle or something? I can't, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was probably something different in the States. There was an old Glenn Miller song uh, from World War II that uh, about Kalamazoo. Uh, it's uh, that, and uh, it was the home of kale pectate. Uh, so if you ever grew up with that, it was probably made in Kalamazoo. Kale pectate? It, it's a, uh, maybe it's a, an American thing when you were sick, uh, but it's oh. also the home of Gibson guitar. So um, <laughs> the, the Beatles were here once picking up their guitars. And I have to ask, uh, what's the weather doing up there in Kalamazoo? Well, we don't have to shovel, so that is a good thing. Even if it's raining, if we don't have to shovel, it's a good day. Brilliant. Well, it's not. we don't have to shovel down it. We had a risk of snow a few days ago, but it's, it's quite nice again now. They're a bit chilly. Spring is on the way. Anyway, less of the weather. Um, let's start off. Tell us a bit about yourself and uh, Interview Valley. Sure. Well, um, my background is I started out as an engineer. My first job out of college was running nuclear power plants. Uh, I always say I've run nuclear power plants and I've run a small business. One of them was easy because it came with an instruction manual. And it really taught me that everything can be systematized. It can be taught. And one of the things that really frustrated me uh, as I became an entrepreneur and uh, in sales and marketing, especially when people would say, yeah, uh, you know, half the money we spend is wasted. We just don't know what half it is. Or if they couldn't tell me how they got the results. You know, if, if you don't know how you got the results, 
uh, you won't be able to predictably reproduce them. Yeah. So uh, a number of years ago, I started to work on inbound marketing, you know, using content to attract, engage, and delight customers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we started to say, hey, you could use podcast interviews, this audio content in a similar way. So back in 2014, we started to test that, saw fantastic results with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and now we work with authors, coaches, speakers, brands in order to get them on top podcasts that their pod, that their listeners or their customers are already listening to and then help them convert them into leads. Uh, we've got a team of 14, uh, all based in the United States, but uh, not everybody wants to live in Michigan with me. So we are a remote team. Wow. I really want to drill down in, in, into this, this whole sort of podcast interview thing, but I have to say I'm very impressed that you, you ran a nuclear reactor. I hope you don't take offense, but I just visualize Homer Simpson. <laughs> I, I assume that you were a bit more sensible than Homer and you didn't accidentally sort of walk back to your cabin with a glowing piece of metal in your back pocket that you didn't realize was there. We try, we try to, to be that way. Uh, but I'm always amazed when people say, well, you don't understand my business. You know, um, you can't systematize it. You can't teach it. And I'm like, if you can teach, you know, uh, young high school and college educated people how to run a nuclear reactor safely, um, you can teach your business. Uh, the reason you can't teach it is because you probably don't understand it. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed. Right now, amazing. Okay, so inbound marketing, because um, I've always thought that sort of if you had a podcast, you were in a pretty good position. As long as you had a reasonable audience, you could get quite a lot of notoriety and open doors and things. I never really thought that much about the actual guests that come on your your, your shows. So there's a, I think is it twenty five times. So you know, if you if you go on um, as an interviewee onto a podcast, that will convert twenty five times better than blogging. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, when I first saw that results. Um, I was shocked by it. Yeah. And really, I, you know, I, being an engineer, I'm, I always try disproving things. And I'm like, no, it can't be that. You know, a good blog will convert 1% to 2% visitor to lead. What we were seeing from podcast interviews was visitor to lead of 25%, 50%. We even got some shows up to 75%. And at first I thought, eh, it's got to be the personality or it's got to be the niche. And the more we really drilled down into it and, and we saw that it was reproducible, um, we looked at it and said, this isn't cold traffic. If they listen to you on a podcast interview um, for, you know, 15, 30, 45 minutes, they get to know you, like you, trust you, understand the business. Yeah. It's more like a personal referral at that time, right? Uh, Andy has introduced you to me. You know Andy, you like him, you trust him, and he's vetted me to come on the show. Yeah. And so I always say there's three types of people that hear me on a podcast. You know, the first group says Tom is an idiot. I, I don't disagree with them, but I'll just say they're not going to be good customers for us, right? The, the next group are the ones that say, huh, that's interesting, but I don't need it right now. It's the third group, you know, the ones that listen to the interview say, wow, Tom and Interview Valet, they, they understand my, my problems. They work with people like me. Those are the people that come back to the site. And that's about as hot of lead as you can get short of, um, you know, a personal introduction. It's almost like if we were at a, uh, a barbecue and Andy pulled you aside and said, hey, you've got to uh, you've got to meet Tom, mm. uh, my friend from the States. And we talked for 45 minutes at the end of that purse at the end of that time. 
that person is probably a very, very good lead. Um, and that's why they convert 25 times better than just say if they were cold traffic and came to your blog. Yeah, it's amazing. It reminds me actually, I mean, because you mentioned there about um, people trust you because I guess you're being fed into their ears for 20 odd minutes every week or every month or whatever. And it reminds me of a story um, I I heard. There was a dentist, I don't know if he's still doing his podcast, but there was a dentist who was doing a podcast and he had a patient come in and he was about to explain, now, you know, this. um, we're going to do this this root canal procedure on you. Let me just explain a few things. And the, the woman held her hand up and goes, there's no need to explain because you've explained on your podcast a thousand times <laughs> and by the way i completely trust you <laughs> but you're right it's like a link isn't it you so you, you you trust the host and they bring the interviewee on so i guess by you you then have a head start with the with the interviewee don't you you've got that transfer of authority and it's sort of the same reason that guest blogs used to work well you know a decade ago uh, you'd go to the audience where the people already are. You know, you you know who the audience is. You get that know, like, and trust um, that comes back from there. So it's it's really tapping in to somebody else's authority and somebody else's audience. Now, could you tell us how to find and get booked on podcasts, specifically the right podcast? Because there, there needs to be podcasts that matter to your business, I guess. Right, and uh, people come to us at times and say, you know can you help me get booked on a podcast? And I'm like, well, if you want better answers, you've got to ask better questions. And I think the question you meant to ask was, you know, can you help me get booked on podcasts that make a difference to my business? And they're like, isn't that what I said? And I'm like, not exactly, right? Because right now there's over 600,000 podcasts. You know, I guarantee you, if you're listening to this uh, within today, you could get on a podcast. The problem is, it would probably be a waste of your time, mm. right? So our algorithm that we look at, we've worked on over the years, really looks at four things. And this is something you should always look at before you say yes to a podcast that invites you or start searching for the podcast. The first one is the podcast itself, right? Um how many ratings and reviews do they have? How many episodes do they have? Uh, you know, the ugly fact is that most podcasts die within the first 10 episodes. Uh, you don't want to be, you know, episode number nine and they stop paying their hosting bill at episode 10. Yeah. No one will ever find you. So from that standpoint, you know, make sure that it's that it's an established podcast. The other one is to make sure that they've got your type of listeners. You know, content is king. But context is God. You know, uh, we're talking about uh, the marketing here. Um, well, there could be a great podcast for nursing mothers that has a huge audience. Well, I could go there and it would have no relevance to them. So yeah. make sure you're you're really focused on it. This is a game of to play with a rifle, not with a shotgun. So most people stop right there at the podcast and they're like, oh, yeah, I understand that. Well, the other thing to look at is the website. Because every one of these podcasts are going to be giving you a backlink. And so make sure that they've got show notes. Look at their Alexa ranking, you know, for their popularity or their Moz ranking for their authority. Uh, we've got some clients that do this just for the SEO and the backlinks. Because mm. you think about it, you know, some people say, I want to be on, you know, Tim Ferriss's podcast. Well, if you want SEO value, you may want to be on a, a podcast that's hosted by Harvard University. I mean, wouldn't you love a link coming back from harvard.edu or really any .edu? Those, those are 
gold as far as backlinks. The third thing we look at is the reach, right? So you want people to know about you and to hear it or to see it. So look and say, where are they promoting it? Uh, you know, we've got some clients that want to build their Instagram following. Well, we look for podcasts with big Instagram following. Uh, other times you look at their email list and you can sign up for their email list. Are they really promoting um, out there? I can think of one podcast here in the States, Onward Nation, uh, Stephen Wasner, great podcast. Well, his email list is bigger than the subscriber list. But yet he still promotes every podcast to um, uh, to his email list. Mm-hmm. So who knows? There could be deaf people that hear about my podcast um, on Stephen Wasner's show. And then the final one is it's something that we have visibility to is experience with past guests. We found some podcasts that convert really well and other ones that don't. Um, so that's sort of that, that little bit of art, little bit of science that we do. Uh, but one of the things that we see that is predictive of a interview that converts is if it's a conversational interview. Um, if you have time to explain and tell your story and it's not the same five or six questions that they ask every guest. Mm. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's a tremendous thing. I was just wondering, actually, how do you... I know it's in a way it's fairly obvious, but if you're sort of going through various podcasts, are there any sort of more subtle clues that you can look for to work out if it's sort of relevant to you or not? Uh, a lot of great places to start. I always say customers know their know the answers, right? We have opinions, but customers know the answers. Yeah. So if you're looking for a place to start, Think of the podcast that you like because you're probably similar to your customer. Mm. But then also reach out to some of your best customers and say, hey, do you ever listen to podcasts? Which ones do you like? Because your new customers are probably like your old customers. Um, and so reaching out uh, to to those podcasts. The other thing is to start small, right? No, no show in the States starts on Broadway. They start to go to smaller venues get their their performance down then they go to the big show yeah so don't think that your first podcast has to be you know um on the number one podcast in the world right work your way up there uh, because each one um, has value to it 
Now, once you've found yourself uh, a, a show to, to be a guest on, how do you be the ideal guest? And I suppose more importantly, how can you sort of improve the chances of turning listeners into leads? Well, and this is a great question because at the end of the day, it's marketing. If it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. But with that, the cardinal sin is to go on there and start selling or start promoting, right? I love a quote by Rand Fishkin, uh, SEO Moz. He says, the best way to sell something today is not to sell anything, but earn the respect, awareness, and trust of those, those who might buy. So really, that's what you're trying to do. So you want to make sure that you tr- you try to make the podcast host look like a genius for having you there, right? So add lots of value. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk talks about, you know, jab, 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 right hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, I probably missed a couple jabs in there. <laughs> I look at it as serve, 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 ask. So give your best stuff away there. Don't don't hold back on secrets. Um, you know, I, I love something a podcaster once told me. He said, if you do a good job on my podcast, you don't have to promote yourself. I'll promote you better than you ever could. So always focus on that. And what are the things that you can do um, to give real value? Give tips, you know, like going back there, the, um, uh, the, four, uh, the four things that we look in our algorithm yeah. to uh, uh, to pick podcasts. You know, I could have said, well, it's a secret. No, it's not. You know, another thing is to give them reasons to say yes, and especially to get back to your site. And this is something we've done lots of testing with. Uh, one of the cardinals, another cardinal sin is at the end of a podcast, say you can find me here on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, and all the rest of that. Now make it easy for them. Have them one place to go. And the best place to always send them is to your uh, a special page on your website. So if you want to see what, what one looks like, go to interviewballet.com forward slash IM for just internet marketing. And so what you're going to see there is the first thing that's going to pop up is the artwork for the podcast, right? Yeah. So with that, you're listening to a podcast. You've never seen Tom Schwab. You've never seen Interview Valet's site. But you know the podcast artwork. So always send them there. Uh, the other thing is that you might want to put up the picture of the podcast host, right? That's a friend of theirs. It's a trust seal. Yeah. The other thing it does from a marketing perspective is that now you can quantify um, where the traffic is coming from. Uh, attribute is, is really the term it's called, so that you know who's coming from what. And so you can do special things in your, uh, in your nurturing sequences with them. You can tag them in different ways. And then the other thing that we have seen is every digital marketer will tell you one call to action. And I do not disagree with that. I would never argue with that. But... We have tested this over and over with podcast interviews and three calls to action always work best. It's a small yes, a medium yes, and then the, the heck yes, where they come with credit card to talk to the wizard, right? So uh, it's more like selling from the stage. You've got to meet them where they are. Mm. Don't just send them to a place and say buy or leave. So the welcome page, if you go there, you'll notice that it's got the navigation. If you want to look around the site, that's fine. You know, a small yes could be uh, a checklist. You know, we've got one that's the, the nine secrets to getting booked on your first podcast interview. 
Yeah. Uh, if, if you if you say that on a podcast interview, not everybody's going to remember all nine. So just send them back there. Uh, another one is a checklist, right? The same checklist that we use on all of our podcast interviews, uh, so that you don't make mistakes. You know, a, a medium yes could be a free book. You know, I wrote uh, podcast guest profits. How to grow your business with a targeted interview strategy? Yeah. Well, I sell it on on Amazon, but it's a whole lot easier just to go there and get it. And then finally, that heck yes is just send them back there if they want to get on your calendar link, connect with you with email. Uh, just make it easy for them. Give them one place to go. Tom, that's fantastic information there. If you could sort of uh, narrow it down and and give one sort of top takeaway for our audience today, Tom, what might it be? If you're listening to podcast interviews, you know, if you're listening to podcasts, you understand the power of this medium. And you also understand that you're, you're still an early adopter, right? Uh, the newest study from Edison Research said that 50% of people have listened to a podcast. This is the golden age of podcasting. Uh, I'm not the only one that said that. CBS News said it. Harvard University said it. Other people have called it the gold rush. Take a moment and think, you know that your ideal customers are going to be listening to podcasts in the future. The question is, are they going to be listening to you or your competitor? And decide, do you want to be a host? Do you want to be a guest or do you want to be both? But, you know, do something. Add to the podcasting ecosystem what you know could help a lot of people. And it's never been easier to get your message out there. Well, Tom, thanks so much for coming on. How can our listeners uh, find out more about you and more about Interview Valley? Well, just like I had talked about there, if you go back to interviewvalet.com forward slash IM, uh, I'll put that checklist that I talked about. We'll put uh, uh, the book there. I'll also put uh, my calendar scheduling link. So if anything I said resonated with you uh, and you'd like to talk and see how we could help you in your business, just go back to interviewvalet.com forward slash IM. Fantastic. So thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. Please leave us a review if you're enjoying the show. Uh, we're open to questions and suggestions. If you want to email us, it's podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. We have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. Well, that's all from me, Andy, and it's all from Tom. Thanks, Andy. Have a great day. And thanks for coming on, Tom. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. And don't forget that link, interviewvalet.com slash IM. See you next time. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.